Welcome to Two 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 Paranormal Podcast with your host Jen and Joe. Back again. Check it, direct it. Let's begin. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> and very returning guest, a fabulous who we love, 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 love. The amazing, the incomparable Kimberly Poppy. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you, Woo-hoo. guys. It's so wonderful to see you. Oh my gosh, back. we Michigan Paracon. I know for like the twelve hundred year in a row, but it's so oh. amazing. We met here. And, you know, I follow you on Facebook because you have the most amazing, amazing stories. I love reading your stories. I love commenting on your stories. I love sharing your stories. (laughs) She has the most haunted activities all around her all the time. Tell us, tell us, tell us. She's a third generation antique collector and seller. So she has all the haunted activity (laughs) going on. What's going on? What's new? What's going on and what's new? Well, we were locked down, you know, at the beginning of COVID for three mm-hmm. months, and we basically hibernated, and every time we went to the grocery store, we bought a can of soup just in case, you know. <laughs> and we were expecting things to happen because we're home to notice some more. And no- nothing really happened. We were really surprised. Yeah. But when the antique mall opened up right after the three months of lockdown, when they figured things out, Activities started happening like almost on a daily basis, oh. and and folks who never saw stuff before were seeing it. Really? Yeah. Oh we my God, we that's lost amazing. we lost an antique dealer. She was in a terrible car crash. Oh no! And long time. Hmm. And um, she we we think she's hanging around. You know, she passed away because of the car crash, and um, she she'd been an antique dealer. I was buying from her since I was like 15. But my friend Linda and I at the mall, we were chatting about her and, and saying, oh, thank you, Ruth, blah, blah, blah. And I left. Linda's in the kitchen washing some dishes because there's a kitchen at the antique mall. And there's a photo of Ruth on the wall, and the garbage can lid is one of those flippy ones. Yeah. And on its own, it goes, and she stopped what she was doing. She's like, hi, Ruth. She's never had a ghostly experience before, but after that, we're all seeing stuff. Oh. Always. A, a couple weeks ago, I was there first thing in the morning with two of the managers, and I full-on saw a man, like a man, <laughs> walking down the hallway, and he made a sharp left into the other wing. And then one of the managers comes over and goes, oh, if there's a knock on the window, Kim, can you get it? It's Bruce. He wants to come in. And I said, I think Bruce is already here. He goes, no, it's just you, me, and Steve. I'm like, then who did I just see? <laughs> but it's been all the time. A dish moved right in front of me on its own. A book rack, a um, spinning book, metal book rack. I spun it le- to the left to fill some empty spots. I turned to get the book, and it was spinning to the right all on its own. So oh it, it's God. little, crazy little things like this, but it's like every day now. Yeah. So we don't we don't know who or why. We suspect Ruth might be there. Okay. My husband, Steve, is one of the managers, and he was just sitting on a tall stool like we are, and someone shoved his stool. Didn't touch him, but shoved his stool, and his stool rocked. Wow. So it's That's just incredible. like a lot. It's really exciting. I wonder if it's because everybody is so locked down, the spirits were like, we have no one to pick on. Maybe. <laughs> and then you're right? like, she's fun to pick on. Let's pick on <laughs> yeah. her. Or maybe they pick on me because they know I'll, I'll notice it. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I always think that they come to people who are open oh, sure. to receiving or seeing them. But, like, I just think that. Be- with the lockdown, like, it's almost like the spirits are all ramped up now, right? Mm-hmm. Like, nobody's been out ghost hunting, or was, and now they are, out ghost hunting. So now they're like, notice me, notice me, I'm here, I'm still here. Right, mm-hmm. right. I love it. Um, at home, we've noticed a few things lately. Um, Stephen, my husband, has a very early spiritualist device. It was similar to a Ouija board, but it was only sold to spiritualist groups. And he has it, it it's like round, and it's got a dial. And um, it's very old, it's like 1910 or something, and it's cardboard, so it's very fragile. He has it on the side, on its side, resting in a little display case mounted to the wall. But the display case has a door on the front and two very, very tight magnets to hold it shut. And if you go to open it, you have to hold the display case and pull on the door because you're afraid you're going to yank the whole thing off the wall. It's that strong. He walked into the room the other day, and it's wide open. Now, the thing is, when you open it, it goes plunk, yeah. and we never heard it, mm. but yet it's wide open for no reason. He used to have his bed right there, and he had his tarot card sitting there, and we would do a reading for me during chemo, like little affirmations, 
and, and then we put the cards away, put them back in the velvet pouch, set them on a little shelf right where that little spiritual device is in the display case. We went downstairs watching TV, and I'm like, is that blood on your arm? Are you bleeding? And he looked, and there was no blood on his arm. I mean, there was blood, but there was no yeah. injury. I had blood on my leg because I had on shorts. And I was like, where's this blood coming from? He had blood yeah. on his hand. It smeared somewhere. Oh, my gosh. Um, he went to the bathroom. He was washing it off. He was like, I need to change my shirt. I got blood on it. He went upstairs, and the tarot deck was, like, crickety from how it had been. And he, he took it, and he's like, what is this? It had blood on the cards and in, in between the cards, like... Oh. It was so weird, but the blood wasn't there when we were doing the affirmation reading. So oh. I'm like, does it mean I'm going to die? <laughs> oh, I don't no. want to die. Oh, blood <laughs> is oh my life. God. Blood is life. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. There you go. For sure. I didn't die. I'm right here. That was yeah. like five well, years ago. Unless you're a ghost yeah, and not we're interviewing we a ghost. <laughs> okay, so any update? What is that floating thing over there? I, it's, I see an orb. Oh. Oh, I'm having a cramp. <laughs> <laughs> not really. So our listeners want to know, because they mention it all the time, what's the update with baby finger? <laughs> oh, do they really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> nothing really has gone on with the baby finger. We promised when we adopted it for yeah. 50 bucks that we would keep it respectfully. We don't chase anybody around with it. We're like, yeah. smell my finger. <laughs> we don't mess with it. It's don't flip them the finger? No, no, that's a good one, though. You know, I could <laughs> probably flip it across the room. But it's so tiny, and the bone's sticking out mm-hmm. the end, and the nail's so gnarly, and it's yeah. kind of dried up and weird looking. And it's in its own little Victorian, what they call a casket. It's a, a type of a jewelry box, but it has all glass sides and a glass top, and they're beveled, and it's gold gilt. It's very pretty in a little satin pillow it's sitting on. It's still in its little display case, in the display case. It's be- behave. It's, it's behave. It's, yeah, yeah, well, we don't mess with it. Yeah. We don't take it out. You know, we don't, I don't know. <laughs> we're, we're, we're respectful. We yeah. promised the people we would be respectful oh, yeah. and not mess with their great-grandma's baby finger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just so a, a follow-up, um, the baby, she was three. She lost her finger to frostbite, but she lived. And the family kept the finger respectfully until they forgot who she was and we were able to purchase it because they're like it's just a morbid curiosity we don't know much about it anymore and belong to great grandma so-and-so and it was in a teacup in the china cabinet oh. so we think we're, we're taking better care of yeah, it rather than definitely. a dusty old yeah. teacup it's like yeah, for sure. now, how um easy i don't know if this is the right question guys but like how easy is it to find like victorian artifacts and antiques nowadays it's i find it all the time do you yeah. yep but i don't always buy it all the time because the people who are buying antiques right now are 20s and 30s something they're finding you know resale goods they're not interested in 100 year old t- antiques they want what grandma had and that's all the crap from the 70s oh. i'm sorry did i say crap it's really <laughs> hard to buy crap i grew up with and call it a collectible yeah. right, right but that's what they want oh. so i i have we have three booths at the antique mall one is antiques one is mid-century stuff and then we have caddy wumpus uh the biggest um collection of antique and vintage metaphysical occult witchcraft 40 in cryptozoological unexplained phenomena books in Wisconsin. Wow. Oh, wow. That's incredible. It's, it's become a destination. I've had people wait in line. They recognize me from Monster oh. Quest, and oh. they're like, no, no, we want her to check us out. Can I get your <laughs> autograph? I'm like, oh, my God. That's so sweet. <laughs> That's cool. I had no idea. <laughs> I had no idea. But it's really sweet, and, and Antiques on Pierce has become a destination for Milwaukee, so and cool. it's wonderful. We're about to put a big map on the board mm-hmm. with stick pins, so people can stick a pin in what oh, state they're from. Because every day it's like Florida, California, Michigan, it just every place you can imagine. Kansas, we get a lot of folks from Kansas. So in Ohio, because Joe and I want to come visit. Yeah. Yes, with Ohio, yes. Yeah. We get folks from Ohio. We keep saying we're going to go, but we never do. And, and the mall is very haunted, and we've had things happen in our metaphysical booth, Caddy Wumpus. It's on the second floor. Things move. Things fall. Um, multiple things fall at the same time in different booths or on different floors. Oh. It, it's just a lot of memories from the people who used to work there when it was Quality Biscuit Factory. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was four floors of, of bakery, four floors of ovens making wow. bread and cookies and baked goods. And that went on until the 1980s. So all those workers who mm-hmm. spent their lives there yeah. are still there. There are memories of them yeah. reenacting their day-to-day, you know, lives. Now, do you ever get the smells? No. Them? Okay. No, we don't. We haven't gotten any smells. 
Stephen and I were at the Peshigo Fire Museum in Peshigo, Wisconsin. Of course, you know about how upper Wisconsin and parts of Michigan and Minnesota burned to the ground on the same exact day as the Chicago Fire. Yeah. And of oh. course, the Chicago Fire, people know about that, yeah. but a lot of people don't know that thousands and thousands of people died in the Peshigo Fire. So we were at the Peshigo Fire Museum a few years ago, and we were walking, I'm like, said to the lady, do you smell smoke? And she goes, that isn't funny. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I smell smoke. And when we went outside, and Stephen and I were looking at the mass grave of so many people who perished in mm -hmm. the fire. He smelled smoke. He's like, I totally smell smoke, right? But you're outside, so you're kind of like, yeah. eh, it could be anything. Um, when we got home and we Googled it, a lot of things that people mention about the fire museum is that they do smell wow. smoke. Okay. But the building is built after the Peshigo mm -hmm. fire, so it's definitely not the building. Oh, okay. But fascinating and, and kind of disturbing. People just falling over dead, fire oh. blowing on the wind, nothing you know, burning, just flames flying and taking out whole families in the back of the buggy while he's like going real fast down the road. He lives, but the buggy's burned and gone. Oh, wow. Was that upper Michigan or the yes. lower part? Upper. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So crazy. I've never heard of that. You have to Google the Peshigo Fire Museum. I it's will. Google, messed Google. up. Messed up. Yeah. What happened to you on the way here? You said you had a very strange <laughs> oh, occurrence that yeah. happened on the way to Paracon. Yes, we were we were already in Michigan. We were about an hour from here. And um, we're driving, and I saw something in a field. Now, I, I watch for animals. I'm the passenger. And I'm like, oh, there goes an eagle. Oh, there's a bunch of ravens, you know. I was like, oh, a deer. No, 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 it's not a deer. Oh, it's a fox. Oh, cool. But it was a very tall fox, and it had white legs. And, and a summertime coat on a fox can look tall, but I really thought it was a deer that it looked that tall. But it was definitely a fox. had the long fox tail and stuff. A few years ago while I was here, I saw a fox here in the convention center, um, very low to the ground and very long and slim, and it, it ran up to um, a stone wall on the first floor where you check in, and it jumped up onto the stone wall and it walked a little and it dissipated and it was gone. Wow. So, and a couple of people, that uh, last year, the year before, they thought they had a cat in their room. They thought a cat hitched a ride in their luggage. And they're like, but it didn't look like a cat, but we can't wrap our head around it. And I said, well, I saw a spirit fox. They're like, oh, that's it. We saw a fox. That's exactly what it was. But we were logically trying to conclude what it could be in our room. Yeah. Maybe a cat. You know, they're just like speculating. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And when I said I had seen a fox, then it made perfect sense to them. They had seen a fox, too. So whatever the spirit fox means to this part of Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan, or the casino or whatever convention center, I don't know. But this is the third occurrence with a fox so. we had we had an incident with the fox too like Ooh. the last time we were here um we went to the cemetery and there was a fox sitting there just sitting there staring at us he wasn't scared he didn't run away because normally wild animals you get too close they either take off or they charge you right mm -hmm. so it was just staring sitting there and it wasn't doing anything and was just staring at us so i took three pictures oh i thought you were going to say three fitty <laughs> I gave him that's a Loch Ness monster. Right. <laughs> I took three pictures. One was okay. The other two were super weird. The fox was super weird looking. It had these big black giant like holes for eyes. Ooh. And I'll have to find it. I yes. think I have it on my phone. I wanna see. It was so bizarre. That then maybe you saw a spirit fox too. Yeah. Not a ghost fox. I've seen ghost animals. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This was it was different. I didn't get the impression that this had been a furrier farm or anything. I, I really got the impression that it was a spirit fox for whatever reason. I dreamt not last night, the night before, that I was looking at the fox in the hallway. It was there just sitting and it morphed into a woman. Okay. Now I don't know that might have just That's been my wild imagination at Paracon, you know might have been the Benadryl. <laughs> Benadryl or, you know, as, it might mean as active as this building is. Yeah. yeah. We don't know. Right. I mean, yeah. I, I learned a lot from you yesterday about this building. Oh, thank you. <laughs> we went on a little ghost hunt. Yes. And we had some results. Yeah, yeah we did. We yep. did. Um, tell everybody about that, Joe. What, tell them what we did. We, we had an adventure. back deep into the halls where no one else goes. The little storage areas. <laughs> we talked Kimberly, and she introduced us to one of the workers, and they were telling us stories about what goes on in the storage areas back here behind where we're sitting. And they see apparitions. They hear voices. The apparition was a lady in a black Victorian dress with a tall collar and her hair up in a bun. Yeah. 
So what was here on this property before the convention center? That's what I'd like to it's know. It's hard to say because, I mean, I was just downtown last or yesterday and found out that there was a big fort down there. And Was there a spoon and a knife too? Yes. And be <laughs> across from it where it's an open field now, but the original first building ever built in the, city, in the little city or whatever or the area was a church. So we don't know what this land was before that. Right, it goes back to like 1640 yeah. or something. It's like one of the oldest documented yeah. cities in the United States. Um, not documented, but yeah. what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, occupied? No. Historic. No, Historic. Um, whatever. Oh, whatever. Well, uh, you know what you mean. Yeah, we A don't real know. city, not we're, just like it. It's a an established. We're like professionals. We know all this city. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, who knows that this lady, she could be tied to the land because there was yeah. so many, like, forts and generals and ships that came through. She could have been a wife of a captain oh, who was lost at bad. sea and but, waiting but for her man to come back. The lady said the definite outfit was Victorian. It was yeah. black high collar. Now, you can't go back to 1600. That would be 1800. So yeah. what was here even in the 1800s? What kind of tragedies occurred then? The Peshigo fire? I don't know if it reached all the way to Sault Ste. Maria. But yeah. being such a... Big ship shipping, yeah. yeah, and yes. the wives, you know, would maybe stay in the the homes here, mm-hmm. waiting for their man there could to have, retire. There could have been a house built on this property we don't oh, know sure. about. Yeah. Farm, know? yeah, anything. Yep, I think so too. Mm-hmm. And if she's wearing all black, she's clearly in mourning. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's, that's Do you have any mourning dresses, like Victorian mourning dresses? You know, they're so fragile. Oh, I, yeah. If if I get any, they're usually beadwork, and I, I just uh, sell it. I don't. Yeah. I have some new dresses that look like Victorian okay. dresses. You know, right. Just wondered, like, you know, is like, how long does, you know, fabric exactly? And a lot of it's silk, it. and it just shreds. You can yeah. put your fingers right yeah. through yeah. it. Yeah. Yep. I didn't even think about it. I could have brought you that dress that I have. I bought it at a garage sale. A and it didn't fit you, so now no. you're looking to. Okay. <laughs> well, no, I mean I wore it a few times, but oh Aww, no, but it's pretty. a, it's a, um, like pinup style dress but it was made for kids and still has the tags on and everything but it, it, it the silk on it's all faded and it's starting to fall apart and okay. I, I didn't even think about it could have brought it for you it sounds too tiny for you you must have been much smaller back then <laughs> well i've grown into my body oh. yeah he's a growing boy <laughs> i think covid made us all grow a little bit a little bit, bit <laughs> a little bit and crazy i know it's much cushier to sit down so <laughs> now Wisconsin seems to be this place of great strangeness, um, very spooky things going on. Is there any certain part of Wisconsin that is just, like, just too weird to even go to? Like, Well, a lot of Wisconsin, because the glaciers moved through, it took, like, all the fossils, all the dinosaur fossils are gone. The only fossils you find in Wisconsin really are um, stuff that lived in the ocean, shells and things. Okay. But um, because of that, it also left a lot of quartz rock behind. And, of course, quartz rock crystals, yeah. you know, you have energy spots. There was a, a spot in the Wisconsin Dells. It's a, it's a very beautiful area with lots of rock formations, and the river runs through it, and it's, it's kind of touristy. Um, but they called it the Wonder Spot, and it was one of these spots where balls roll backwards mm-hmm. and things hang sideways. It's not there anymore, but that was just one example. Wisconsin Avenue in Milwaukee, in downtown area, is just wildly haunted from really? like like 10th Street down to the lakefront. Just crazy stuff occurs all the time. Um, the Grand Avenue Mall is just completely haunted and crazy. I've seen stuff there that I can't even explain. Really? You like know, what? Um, like. I was working at a kiosk, you know, I was like 21 and selling jewelry and stuff and it was closing time. And a lady walked up to me, and while well, I was counting the drawer, which was really awkward, like, what are you doing? I'm counting money, right? Yeah, right. And she stood next to me, and she had um, long, sort of um, light brown hair, kind of that mousy brown color. And she was, she was kind of, you know, chubby-ish and shortish, maybe like five feet tall. And she, she looked at me, and I said, hi, how's it going? And I glanced up, and she goes, the mall has changed so much since the last time I've been here. <laughs> and I said, oh, yeah, they, they redid it in, in the 80s. And she goes, um, it, it, it's nice or something like that. And I look up and I, and I smiled. And she, honest to God, yeah. she had two elongated teeth in the, on her top. But instead of um, coming down like vampire teeth, 
they were curved inward, oh. if that makes sense. Oh my and that kind of shook me, and I looked at her for a second. She started to walk away. She got to the end of the cart, and then she walked a little, and then she was gone for three feet. And she walked a little, and then she was gone for three feet. And then I saw her again oh before she went out onto into the mall area. I was like on a bridge, and she went out through that big doorway, and I was like starting to freak out. And a gal who worked up for me ran over and, and said, have you been robbed? What went on? What was that lady? And I'm like, oh, let's look. And we went and we looked and she was gone. The mall oh, was wow. closed. She, there was, she was nowhere. I mean, you would see it. Mm-hmm. The, it's a big, giant, open area. And there was nobody. Now, yeah, I, I went home. Crazy. She drove, my friend drove me home because I was so like shook. And she walked me into my apartment and made sure I was okay. And that night I dreamt that there was a vampire on my fire escape knocking on the window oh and trying God, to get in. Goosebumps. And I'm like, son of a bitch, it's so scary. You know, I'm freaking out. Don't get me. I kept thinking the vampires were trying to get me. No, yeah, I don't know that she was a vampire, but she was definitely not human. Yeah. I don't think she was a ghost. But the way that she she disappeared in between walking, like whole sections, she just was gone and then she'd appear and then she was gone again. That and the, the, the way she talked was very weird and monotone and her teeth and her clothes were very 70s. They were very outdated, very plain Jane. And I was just like, what is this all about? What is going on? So the Grand Avenue Mall has a lot going on. There are various places in Milwaukee that are so haunted. I've never been in places that haunted before. Um, the, the old location of the antique mall that was on 1st Street, I saw stuff daily. My clothes was getting pulled oh. in front of customers. My dress was pulled out to the side. And the, the customer, I was ringing her up, and her eyes got real big, and her mouth made an O. And I was like, what? And I looked, and then my dress fell to its side. She took her change, and she beelined out the door. And <laughs> she was like, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. But stuff like that all the time. Huge crashing sounds, and we were never able to locate stuff broken. Or, again, things that break in multiple booths at the same time, but all dealers would actually see it. I saw people walking. Um, one of the people who worked there so had, cool. had a, something in his face in the basement scream, hey, like in his face, and he ran up three stories, sweating and shaking, and like something just got in my face and yelled, hey, in the basement, but there was nothing in front of me but the wall. Mm. So just stuff all the time like that. It was, it was crazy. I, I've had people say, oh, you're haunted. And I'm like, well, I don't think I'm haunted, but I really do think that if I'm in a place long enough, if it, there was activity, I kind of wake it up. I'm like a battery charge or something. <laughs> yeah. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, sure. you're open to it. Oh, I always you know? have been. Yeah, so they they understand that. I think they're, they're feeding off your energy. Mm-hmm. I suspect that folks like myself that see things on a regular basis without even trying, I don't have to go looking for ghosts. I yeah. just see them. Yeah, I'm at yeah. the mall. I'm like, oh, there's a dead guy. He doesn't look dead. He's just like a shopper who disappears before my eyes. Um, sometimes they acknowledge me and they look right at me, and sometimes they just fade away. But um, I think folks like myself, our biorhythms vibrate at a faster speed than folks who never see anything. Their biorhythms you know, vibrates at a slower speed. But it's like girls in college all on their period at exactly the same right. time because they're roommates. You fall into sync. So folks who are around me long enough or, like, have stayed with me, all of a sudden they're suddenly seeing things where they never saw anything before in their life. I think that their biorhythms fall into sync okay. with the faster one, and they speed up to catch up to that. Because mm-hmm. everything's connected. Our energy yeah. is connected. You know, if, if you break it down to molecules, we're kind of touching in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it's very much like that, I think so. Yeah. I'm not a physicist or anything, <laughs> you know, but that's my theory. I'm sticking to it. Yeah. It It makes sense. Thank you. It's a general consensus of antique dealers that generally they're going to get something along the way that's going to have an attachment to it. Many times. Are there naysayers that just say, I sell buy antiques and they're just nothing? Um, No, I've not run into one antique dealer who poo-poos it. I, I suspect even people who aren't believers have bought things with a weird vibe. And they, do, they don't knock it. They just sort of roll with it. Mm-hmm. Or they, they don't talk about it. Like my mom and dad never talked about it. But it was, we lived in a haunted house. The house we bought, it wasn't haunted. It became haunted after we lived there for a while. So I think we brought something home that had an attachment. And I, I've seen him. He was a, um, a teenage boy. He had long, um, light brown hair, kind of wavy, shoulder length. 
Um, he didn't have a shirt on, and he had on bell-bottom hip-hugger jeans and no shoes or socks. Oh. And I'd seen him twice. Okay. But nobody like that ever lived there. We bought the home from the people who had the house built for them in the 20s, and we bought the house in 1971 or something. If you think about the time that I saw this kid, it was like 1979, 1980, so he hadn't been dead very long. Still looked like that era. Kind of. I mean, he definitely looked more Mm hippie-like. But, um, yeah, I I felt maybe he hadn't been gone for more than five or six years. Who knows what we brought home? Yeah. Yeah. It could have been anything. It could have been, you know, his favorite cup. Who knows? Yeah. He just glommed onto it and came into our house. My dad thought the house was being robbed once. I was home alone, and I was watching TV in the TV room. And from my side, I saw this guy walk through the hallway and into my parents room and I said hey Chad how's it going to my brother because I thought he'd just come home moments later my dad came home and said is your brother home yet I said yeah he's in your bedroom and he went well he's not in there and I'm like well I don't know so my dad's running around the house thinking the house is being robbed while I'm sitting there and didn't find anybody Hmm. but at that time I didn't see the long hair or no shirt or jeans I just saw somebody walk by and thought it was my brother Oh god! I'm having a total brain oh. fart right now. Like, I don't know. If it's it looks good though. <laughs> it smells kind of funny. Uh, I, I was wondering that. if, when you were saying talking about that, if he was trying to communicate with you somehow, or did he just walk past? Just walk past. He really? just went into mom and dad's room for whatever reason. I had seen and him in a mirror once. I forgot about that time. I'm, I'm assuming mm-hmm. it was him, even though I didn't, you know, get the details. And um, I had seen him one other time where I, I got to see what he was wearing. So I guess that would be like three times. Interesting to find the people that live in that house now and see if... I've talked to them. Oh, have you? Have yes. they had activity? Um, the last presidential vote, Stephen and I walked to um, Washington High School to vote. Now, I went to Washington High School because it's right... We live in the same neighborhood, basically. Okay. And um, it was less than a mile, so we made the walk. And on the way back, I was like, Stephen, this is the house I grew up in. And it looks so much smaller now. It's a, a typical Milwaukee bungalow. And we, we talked to the fellow, and they were working in the house to, to sell it. And I'm like, have you guys noticed anything? And they're like, no. Like, they didn't want to talk about it. I'm like, well, the house is terribly haunted. Okay. okay. <laughs> oh, and while you're in there, it's going to get you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, my brother. You'll be duct taped to the couch. And my, my brother and I had a sleepover. He had two of his friends. We had uh, my cousin Christine, and we were playing with the Ouija board. And we're little kids and still like the 70s. And we had the Ouija board out and in his bedroom, and we're playing with it. And we heard a bang in the attic, and the attic door was in my brother's bedroom. So we're like, you open it, you open it. And my cousin Christine goes to open it, and in front of the fireplace, oh, not fireplace, uh, chimney, that we had a brick chimney that went straight up through the attic, there's a misty outline figure of a person. Now, it kind of looked like a gingerbread man, you know, like there were no details, just you could see arms, legs, and a head. And, of course, all us kids were like, ah, and we, like, go running. But we were playing with the Ouija board when it happened. You know, it was so funny. Now, you're here with the Talking Board Society, right? Yep. I'm a lesser member. Uh, you know, we <laughs> saw people walking by all day with Ouija boards. Like, yeah. Tim Shaw came by. He's, he had three different ones. He's like, I just bought this. I just bought this. I, I love just it. This. And there is the world's largest Ouija board I've yes. ever seen we- here Ouija-Zilla right is here. Yes. With the world's so largest planchette, and you can get your pictures with it. Yeah. It's awesome. Amazing. And um, Rick um, Shrek is here. He made it. He and his family made it. They're all here. Yeah. And you can talk to them. He's a wonderful artist and a tattoo artist and also a member of the Talking Board Society. You have antique. I, I assume yes. you have antique yeah, Ouija that's boards. Well, that, that's how I met Bob Merch. I met him online um, many, many years ago before there was a Facebook page for it. And I, I don't know where I met him. Just a chat room or something. And I was like, you have you have Ouija boards too? I, I, up until this point, I thought I was the only crazy person in the world who collected Ouija boards. I didn't think there was anybody else who would. And I, I you know, I had some old ones. And I was like, oh my God, this is awesome. He goes, well, we have a group. I was like, oh my God, you have a group. Oh, I love you. And we we became fast friends. And That's yeah, so cool. my now, husband what, Stevens involved. What's your oldest one you have? What I have, era? I, I have a board from about 1918. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's so cool. Now, do you still use it, or do you just use it for display? Um, or? All my boards are hanging on the wall. Okay. I use um, picture hanger wire things, you know. I'm, I'm doing this, and they can't see it <laughs> yeah. in TV land. She's making <laughs> finger the claw marks. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, they're hanging on the wall. I have one board in particular that I call Ouija Boy, and he's from about 1920. 
and he had a lot of activity associated with him at my old house. But since he's been here, I've had him strapped to the wall and nothing's happened. I None just of them fall if, off the wall. No, but they used thing. to fly off the wall. He didn't okay. like boards near him. All right. And he would just like whip them off the wall. Just like they go flying. One board came down and if it were gravity, it would fall down. Yeah. But it, it flew like two feet and hit me in the top of my head with a corner. Like it did this flip and it oh, hit geez. me and it hit the floor. And my ex took the board and yelled at this inanimate object. You're grounded. You're going in the <laughs> you know, closet. No doggies. No internet. No music for two weeks. And if you throw anything else again, I'm going to put you in a fire. And he shoved the board in a closet and left it there for two weeks. When the board comes out, mm-hmm. we had a chat. Now be good, blah, blah, blah. Yes, the lights are blinking. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I put Ouija board back on the wall, but this time I strapped him to the wall with, like, strings and nails and stuff. And I was on the phone with someone, and a Beanie Baby stuffed animal flew off the shelf and hit me in the shoulder and landed on the floor. I said, hang on a second to the person on the phone, and I said, now you can throw stuffed animals. That's fine. They won't break. But at, up until that point, we lost hundreds of dollars worth of stuff. He would just whip it off the wall and smash it. Oh, my God. Now, nothing's happened, like I said, with him at the new house, and we've played with him on Halloween and stuff. And, you know, just regular Ouija board people freaking out, pushing it around. But this was interesting. I saw him once, and um, he, he came next to me while I was on the computer, and the board is on the wall right here to my left on the wall in front of me. And it was like looking at um, heat in the summertime coming off the street, how it looks oh, wavy. Yeah, yeah. And it, it was floating around. It was looking wavy, and it moved past me, and it was not undulating, but, you know, not shimmering. I, I don't have the right word. It, was, it definitely had it, its substance. And it got in front of the board, and it sat there for a minute, and I said, I can see you. And it moved into the board, spread out, and dissipated into the board and disappeared. And I was like, I've never seen that before. Oh That's God. pretty cool. That is amazing. I have got to come to your house. <laughs> I'm just inviting myself over yeah, right, right now. <laughs> we'll, we'll let you sleep in the spooky room with all um, the, where the things move and open up and just blood see, on tarot cards. <laughs> you'll just see this, like, streak of short blindness, like, <laughs> running down the street. Um, <laughs> Denise Faye is is a regular in the paranormal community, and she's here today, too, with Nick Redfern. And she stayed at our house one time, and we gave her the option. You can sleep on the couch in the library, or you can sleep in my bed in my room. She's like, oh, I'll take your bed in your room with the cat. I'm not sleeping in the spooky library where blood shows up on tarot cards and things fall off walls and move and just crazy stuff. A big painting came falling off the wall one day for no reason at all. The nail was still there. The wire on the back was still there. But somehow it came, we never heard it. It came off the wall and it was laying on and the the painting is of um a, a magician with cards on a table. Oh my god. We've got other other magicians and witches who really want that painting. So when you leave and you come to conventions, are you like just wondering like what am I gonna go home to? Like is everything in my house gonna be all well, we have jumbled a, up? We have a house sitter and she comes in and takes care of all our cats and stuff and um make sure the house is okay and she hasn't noticed anything. I'm sure if something was weird she would be like, Oh my god, you guys, holy shit. Her her daughter doesn't wanna stay overnight at the house mm-hmm. but they come take care of the baby. You need to just put like a live stream on your house and like people charge people that. and charge people to watch the camera. I know, and right? you make all this money. You know, when when we were really poor, when, when my husband wasn't working and we were just counting on the antique dealer money, I was like, you know, you can do internet porn, just take a shower. Shower. People will pay three bucks an hour to watch you yeah. take a shower. They do. You don't even have to show your face. Nope. And he's like, yeah, but they'll recognize me from my tattoos and be like, hey, I know you. Oh. <laughs> I paid the you six guys. bucks. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, my six bucks back. <laughs> I just want to point out that as we're talking about the Ouija board, a lady just walked past with yeah. a... Oh, one of the Ouija boards. boards. Yeah, yeah. 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 I've seen a lot of those. <laughs> a lot so of those what do you think causes things to move? Okay, I know we say, well, it's spirits moving them, but do you think that they're putting out like an electromagnetic pulse? Do you think it's just like we're getting down to like quantum theory type deal stuff, yes. you know? Do you think that it's the actual ghost or spirit waving their arm through the object, hmm. or do you think they're projecting it so it moves or even i've heard we i watched a video one time that someone sent to me about how they heard this bang noise during the investigation and they noticed that the girl's glasses broke at the same time Ooh, as the bang so i told them were they I on her face yeah holy cow and i i told them i think 
the bang wasn't caused by the spirit. I think the bang was caused by the pulse of energy going through the room and the glasses broke and the thing moved at the same time. So what are your thoughts on that? Because we hear about people all the time saying, yeah, stuff's flying across the room. Mm -hmm. I have different, okay, I don't think every situation is the same. Mm -hmm. I think uh, different situations are caused by different things. In my case, my old house that I lived at, my living there activated whatever it was. Okay. And there were things all the time, every floor, almost every room. I had a party and something grabbed the girl's corset strings and hooked them around the doorknob. And when she went to walk away, she was stuck. Oh, oh my God. God. I know, but nobody was, she was just chatting like we are right yeah. now. There's nobody behind her messing with her. It just happened. Um, I think if you have an intelligent haunting, this person's trapped here for whatever reason. He can see you. He can interact with you. He doesn't have a physical form. Maybe all he's got is some energy sometime if you're near him. And the only yeah. way he lets you know that he's there is to shove something. Maybe all his energy he has, he uses it to move his arm and shove something. Mm-hmm. I think um, sometimes it's a poltergeist experience with a teenager with a lot of pent-up energy. Sure. I, I think um, sometime... Oh, maybe it's a, a person with a lot of psychic energy making something move. I think it's different. Okay. Um, the ghosts that we have at the mall, some of them are, are very interactive, and they're trying real hard to get our attention. Really? And, and some of them, the visions or, or, or apparitions are just memories trapped in time. They don't have any intelligence. They're like pictures in a book just replaying or like a little movie. Um, I think every situation is a little different. I'm very open to all of it. Yeah. I can hear things sometimes. My husband hears things more than I do. And I'm like, what'd you just hear? And he's like, I heard someone say my name. I'm like, I didn't hear anything. That's amazing. See, and that's where I think that they put put that in your mind by the electronic forces. Because obviously the ghosts ha- don't have lungs, don't have right. voice boxes, so people can't hear. But it's it always flips me out when I hear people say, yeah, I just heard someone talking. Did you hear it? And you're like, no. But, I, oh, I or the case of that. where the people, everybody in the room will hear a voice. At the very first antique mall that we had, we've been in three buildings now. We've just kept moving. The first building was so crazy, crazy haunted. It was a paint factory years ago in Milwaukee. Three of us were closing. We were ready to hit the alarm and go out the door. And I'm like, did you guys hear that? Is someone still here? I heard talking. And another lady said, well, I heard some whispering. And the, the manager's like, I heard a bump, but I didn't hear anyone talking. Mm-hmm. All three of us experienced something at the same time, but it was all completely different. Yeah. I think a lot of it depends on your natural ability to experience these mm-hmm. things. And people who don't experience them a whole lot, well, I heard a bump. I heard whispering. I heard talk full on two women or three women having a conversation talking. Blah, 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 blah. But I couldn't make out what they were saying because maybe they were across the ro- wall mm-hmm. you know, or across the building, which is really huge. I thought that was fascinating. That It really yeah. gives you a lot to think about. Not everybody experiences things in the same way at mm-hmm. the same time. Right. Yeah. It's like a TV station some, or a radio. Somebody might not be tuned in perfectly to it. And the station will come in garbled to where they just hear, mm-hmm. you know, just static or whatever instead of voices. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, perfectly what you said is that how you're turned into it. Yeah, see, I'm not a physicist or anything, and I don't have all the technical jargon. But I, I see things and I experience things basically every day. It's yeah. a daily basis. I don't go looking for ghosts because they're right there. I don't have mm-hmm. to have a TV show or I'm out <laughs> hunting ghosts because... Although you have been, I have on been. TV I wasn't. Show. It wasn't for ghosts, so, no. but I have been. Yeah, that was my dog man moment on yeah. Monster Quest. And people still come up to me, especially at the antique mall. Oh, we want to talk to Kim. We saw you on Monster Quest. I'm like, oh, I'm a minor celebrity. It's so cool. I'm glad they didn't put this in, in the show. Yeah. When they hypnotized me to try to get me to, to remember stuff about the dog man because I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I, I, like, I couldn't remember what his feet looked like, for instance. Yeah. And maybe I didn't look at his feet. But I was seven years old, and my mom full-on saw it, and several adult neighbors saw it, and nobody would talk about it after that. They were all just so freaked out. So I'm, I'm hypnotized, mm-hmm. and the, the hypnotist, and, and Linda Godfrey is there. She's a buddy of mine. And the hypnotist is like, um, well, what, what does it look like, Kim? Can you tell us what color it is, how tall it is? And what do I do? I'm half asleep, and I go... I'm making little claws now, and my eyes are closed, and I'm like, rawr, rawr. And when they played it back for me to watch, I'm like, 
do not <laughs> put that on TV. I'm going to put it in writing. Don't you use it. I look like an idiot. But that's what I remembered. And you were a yeah. kid, too. I so was that's kid. how a kid would describe mm-hmm. something yeah. like that. Yeah. And yeah. the kid, I, the kid's not going to look down at the feet, going, "Oh, the feet are this." The I, kid's going to stare up at its face, going, exactly. "Oh my god!" I never, I never recalled what the feet looked like. Mm. Ironically, though, I recalled my mother turning around and saying, "Get in the house right oh, now! Yeah. Get back in the house!" And it was across the street from us, but to everybody, it was like some sort of wild animal. Mm-hmm. And they were yelling at me to go in the house, and I didn't go in the house. Of course, I was like, "Screw that! I'm staying right here." <laughs> and I, I think, based on that reaction, and even Linda Godfrey says, "I have no fear." Yeah. I've jumped out of a moving car with Linda to chase a snake down and try to catch it. <laughs> or, or I um I got out of the car once and I went to walk into the woods to follow a deer. And she's like, get back in the car because this is exactly where that bear dog wolf thing was seen oh by a holy hill in Wisconsin. And, and no, we were waiting. We're, it's the middle of the night. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to see where that deer's going. She's like, what are you doing? Get in the car. No, I'm fearless. Yeah. No, nothing and really I mean, freaks me out. Our listeners heard before when you were here about your big uh, Bigfoot hunting adventures. Yeah, uh, with the portal. Yeah. That was so, so amazing. You're fearless. You I are. am fearless. fearless. You know what I was more afraid of? The ticks. Yeah. I wasn't yes. afraid of being sucked into a foodless portal where maybe there's no oxygen. I was worried about getting a tick and getting Lyme disease. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm spraying myself down, coating myself, bathing in deep woods off. <laughs> it was a tick. <laughs> That's the only <laughs> attachment I've ever got was we were at the... Uh, the cross in the or Black uh, the Black Cross yeah. down in Pennsylvania. Or did you get a tip? <gasps> we went to the restaurant afterwards. I looked down and there was something on my arm. I'm like, oh, he didn't. He didn't suck on you no. yet. No, oh, lucky. And you're so tiny. So yeah. I pulled it off and we couldn't kill it. It <gasps> kept trying to move, you know. And then I felt something on my other arm. Like, no, there was another one. So we we're like, I'm. We got to get back to the hotel. I need to just bathe myself in hot water know. and get, you know. The funny thing is, is we're such city people. We yes. don't even, we go out in the woods. We don't even, we weren't even thinking like, watch out for ticks. Right. Yeah. Like, well, Linda and God, city L- Linda Godfrey and I um, did a, a, we shot a, what is it? A promo uh, for a yep. show. And they were going to decide whether to make it a TV show. Mm-hmm. And we got um, outed and they chose um, mountain monsters yeah. or something instead of us because we were all like old women and we weren't as exciting. We didn't run around with guns. But well, the guys, the guys um, shooting like a little video, right? Mm-hmm. And he said, Kim, I, I, my hair was really long. He's like, flip your hair. I said, do what? Yeah. He's like, flip your hair for me. I'm like, I've never in my life flipped my <laughs> hair. I don't know what you mean. He's like, just go like this. And I'm like, well, you got a tick so on your can- leg put it down real slow like your hair just flows i'm like i'm not i'm not a girly girl i might have long hair but and i said in reply you have a tick on your leg what oh my god and he's freaking out he's like i don't want to do this anymore i've got ticks there's ticks on me i was like am i supposed to flip my hair now i'll flip it now hi you have a tick here's my hair it just it was hilarious and we were just so upset we were going to do a dog man show yeah and this mountain monsters yes. got got the show. We didn't run around screaming at shadows in the woods and, yeah. and with guns, so it wasn't as exciting. No, it wasn't. It yeah. was more realistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we were they actually measuring footprints in the dirt, and it wasn't interesting. They enough. don't want that. No, they don't. They uh, wanted we've, it. We've talked to many people that do the shows, and you know, uh, world famous Bigfoot hunters, and they're like, "Show us some evidence." They're like. It's right there. We're making casts right now. I and know. Like, no, no, we don't want that. We want you to, to whoop and bang on trees. And, and act scared. Yeah. Nope. Like they they could have got me jumping up and down when the apple yeah. flew out of the portal at me. You know, right. and I'm like, oh, my God. Linda, get a picture of that, won't you? She's all yeah. calm. I'm, like, flipping out. It was hilarious. My <laughs> reaction to that was hilarious yeah seeing seeing this crab apple materialize right before my eyes and and just fly at us and land on the trail next to us during a, a bigfoot investigation it was awesome hello awesome yeah, and you gifting them the bi- the apples by whipping them into the portal well no we, um, we were throwing the, uh, linda's like kim would you like to share some grapes and peanuts with them bigfoot have some grapes have some peanuts oh my god did you guys see that it was amazing peanuts and i'm like whipping them into the woods and i'm so ridiculously excited about what i've seen and mm-hmm. interestingly enough i saw something not similar but equally unusual recently oh okay 
Um, Milwaukee got hit by a really bad storm about three weeks ago now. 60 a mile an hour wind gusts that lasted. They didn't go away. It wasn't like, whoosh, there's the wind. It was like, whoosh, 15 minutes, 60 mile an hour winds, right? So our electricity went out, and we didn't have electricity for two days. Oh, my God. So, okay, I'm sitting there watching the storm through the living room window. No electricity. My next-door neighbors and I are playing Star Wars with our flashlights. We're like, <laughs> bzz, bzz, they're up on their porch. Bzz. I'm like, don't cross the beams. No, that's Ghostbusters. <laughs> so I hear them go in the house. I, I can't hear them talking anymore. And I'm watching across the street. And I'm watching the sky. And this tremendous bolt of lightning came down perfectly between the two houses in the distance, you know, across the street. And I could see it. Thick lightning. And all Harry Potter zigzaggy, like, <laughs> I was like, whoa, that was freaky. I've never seen lightning like that before. And then, because I'm looking at that direction, something caught my eye in a tree. And the tree across the street from our house, something silvery, whitish, moved very serpentine, very snake-like, not through the branches, but across the leaves. And it was, I mean, it was big. It was like big like your arm or bigger. And it real long, like five feet long. And I'm like, what the hell did I just, what is that, right? I'm hitting the flashlight on, I'm not seeing anything. And then it just, it was gone. It didn't happen again. But I'm, I'm still waiting, I'm looking at it, and something else caught my eye. I'm like, now what? And I'm looking at the neighbor's driveway. And so there's 20 feet, then the house, and there's a rain barrel attached to the house, and then there's like 25 feet more going back to the garage. And I couldn't see all the way back because the, the house next door blocks your view. So I'm like, what is that? There's a, a black mass on their driveway. And I shine my flashlight on it. I'm like, did someone dog get out? You know, and I'm, oh. I'm shining the flashlight on it. And I don't see it. I see the rain barrel, mm-hmm. which is tan. It's like obnoxiously yellowy tan. <laughs> and it stood out pretty majorly. Now, I'm like, what is that? Oh, maybe it was nothing. And I take my light down, and I can see it again. Oh, wow. Now, if, if you think of how, um, you know what a nesting dolls are? Yeah. They're those little wooden, mm-hmm. wooden things. You open them up, and they got little dolls in them and stuff. Yeah. It was shaped kind of like that, but at the bottom, it w- it came down more, almost like a bowling pin, but not, not quite, and it was okay. shorter. It was about the size of a person. Ooh. And I hit it again with the flashlight, nothing. And I did this a bunch of times to try to debunk it. Flashlight on, nothing. Flashlight off, there it is. And then it moved. And I was like, oh, hell no. It's moving up the driveway. And as it's moving, like no legs or feet or arms or anything, it's just sort of not even gliding Just it was because it was touching the ground. It got closer to the house, and then it went far enough back that I couldn't see it anymore. Oh, wow. And I'm sitting here going, what the hell's going on with this storm? How yeah. I see two unexplainable things Mm -hmm. right after each other. Well, I have a theory. Of course, I've got theories for everything. I have a theory that, okay, human eyesight is very limited. Oh, yeah. You know, we only see a small portion of the spectrum. Mm -hmm. What if the electricity in the storm um, activated something in the rain so that I could see it mm-hmm. where I normally wouldn't see it yeah. if there wasn't a storm, if it wasn't wet, if it wasn't full of electricity or what, whatever the case may mm-hmm. be. Something about the storm allowed me to be able or allowed them to be able to be seen. Yeah. Also, you not having any electricity in your house. Yes. Maybe. Maybe yeah. that open, you know, like, I don't know how you would say it, but like not having all of the electronic it takes away. Yeah, yeah. It takes away part of your senses. There you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yes. we we had to throw out everything in the refrigerator and, and the oh, ice box because man. two days without electricity, yeah. you know, everything went bad. It just just totally trashed out our porch. We had to have our porch. There's redone your hubby. Your hubby just walked by. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and um, the front hall ceiling caved in. We we had a lot of water damage. Oh, oh a lot God. of places trees went down like crazy throughout Milwaukee. Some places did not have electricity for four days. So it was a major storm. It was one of the yeah. biggest storms we've had in years. Wow. Yeah. I bet you there's a lot more activity that peop- that happened that people that people just sort of blew off. Mm-hmm. I, w- I wonder now if these things don't live alongside of us, but they live out of our our eyesight spectrum and yeah. we just don't see them. But yeah. they may maybe they're living things. Yeah. You know, you know alive s- somehow. And that we talk about shadow people all the time about how people can't see them straight on they can only see them out the corner of their eye and maybe that's just an element of it where limited spectrum just, yeah. yeah yeah something mm-hmm. you know i'm not an eye doctor or anything i play one on tv but yeah. it doesn't really count <laughs> i have limited knowledge i usually read it off a script yeah nice. if you can see it yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, Kimberly, we want to thank you again for our it's annual visit. Annual Yay. visit. We love having you on the show. Thank you. I love being here. Please bring us more stories. I will. I didn't know time. I had fans. Thank you, you everyone, do. for listening. I appreciate it so much. Come see me in Milwaukee at Antiques on Pierce. Yes. Be a fan. Yes. Fan geek out. <laughs> yes. Get your photo with her. Get fan an autograph. Girl. Uh, fan girl. And buy an armoire. There you go. <laughs> well, a haunted one. I think that's French. Piece of haunted <laughs> something or other. Yeah. Visit our book booth. Yes. yes. For sure. But thanks again. Thank we you. love you. Take care. Love you guys and too. We are going to party it up after this. And everybody convention. get your shots. COVID is yes. messed up. Yeah. And thank you for listening this week. And please, 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 like you always say, get up there. Get on our website, buy a bunch of T-shirts, and tell all your friends about the show. And get to Milwaukee and visit Kimberly at her haunted antiques mall. Maybe maybe an item will fly off the shelf into your hands, right. and that way you know that you're supposed yes, to take that and home. And the money will fly out of your wallet <laughs> into Kimberly's hands. <laughs> all, right. all right. Goodbye, everyone. Bye-bye. Right, take care.